Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. An Erio's original. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. My therapist calls my gift catastrophizing. And that's why I'm uniquely qualified to scrutinize and analyze history's greatest disasters and find out Who's to blame? They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith. And I am The Alarmist. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing the Rammstein Airshow disaster. Here's what you need to know. Airshows became popular pastimes in the United States and Europe in the 1970s. Flu tags, or flight days, occurred on summer weekends when U.S. and European airbases would open their doors to hundreds of thousands of spectators vying to see spectacular aeronautical stunts performed by Air Force aerobatic display teams. Beloved by the general public, air shows also served to lure potential recruits. But in 1988, in a mere matter of seconds, the glamour of air shows would be changed forever. It was August 28, 1988. The Rammstein U.S. Air Base in West Germany, the largest U.S. Air Force facility in Europe, was holding its annual Flutag. The weather had been perfect for flying. Families enjoyed picnics and barbecues as they viewed stunning flying displays. An estimated 300,000 spectators had shown up to watch the biggest and best air show in continental Europe at the time. As the air show came to a close, the final act, the Frecce Tricolori, featuring the Italian Air Force team, got underway. Crowds wowed as they embarked on their first stunt, the pierced heart maneuver. The maneuver required nine of the ten jets split into two formations, forming a heart trailed by red, white, and green smoke. The tenth pilot, soloist Lieutenant Colonel Ivo Nutarelli, 
would arch down in a solo loop intended to take him through the bottom of the heart. It was said to be one of their flashiest and easiest drills, a crowd favorite. But as the planes intersected at the bottom of the heart, it is believed Nutarelli flew too low and perhaps a second too early. Television cameras captured the moment his aircraft struck the lead aircraft of the Vic formation piloted by Lieutenant Colonel Mario Naldini. The impact destroyed Naldini's tailplane, causing his aircraft to roll out of control and hit the aircraft to his left, that of first left wingman, Captain Giorgio Alessio. These two aircrafts then fell onto the airfield and crashed into a paramedic helicopter on standby. Naldini was able to eject himself from the aircraft, but died after his parachute failed to open before he hit the runway. The other pilot, Alessio, died on impact. The solo aircraft, flown by Nutarelli, suffered considerable damage to the cockpit. He's also believed to have died on impact. After the initial collision, his aircraft hit the ground. Leakage of fuel caused a fireball, and a major fire erupted as the plane slid on the runway. It then struck a police vehicle and plowed through fencing toward an area densely packed with spectators. Many people had crowded there as it was said to have been the best seats in the house. Over 30 people died at the scene of the accident. Vehicles and concession stands burned among scattered large pieces of aircraft debris. Many of the victims who perished at the scene suffered extensive third-degree burns or were hit by debris from the aircraft. Tragically, many of the casualties were children, as their parents had taken them to the front of the crowd to get a better view of the show. Hundreds more were injured with second-degree burns. Many of them were left in shock, walking around not noticing their clothes and skin had been burned. Those who weren't hurt looked on in disbelief at the horrific scene before them. A witness, U.S. Air Force Staff Sergeant John Flanagan, remembered, quote, There was a second explosion and more fire, and that's when people started running, screaming. I saw this little boy just standing there. His hair was all singed, and the skin was coming off his face. Nobody was helping him. We stopped the police, and they picked him up. Seventy people died as a result of the Ramstein air show accident, and over 500 were injured. It is considered one of the worst air show disasters in aviation history. The top American military brass in Europe toured the crash site today, still trying to figure out what happened. Absolutely no idea what went wrong. An examination of the tapes of the accident would seem to show the problem was timing. One of the Italian pilots arrived too soon at the point where the formation was crossing above the crowd. But the final verdict will come at the end of the investigation. Despite the evidence of yesterday's carnage, U.S. Air Force officials said today that while they'll go along with the cancellation of one air show, they will run them again in the future. It is not a stunt. It is not a circus. It is an exhibition of the capability of the machinery and the man who flies. U.S. and West German officials stressed over and over today the distinction between low-level aerobatics and low-level tactical training. But for the United States and other NATO air forces, yesterday's accident was more than a tragedy. It was a public relations disaster. Fun facts, a.k.a. death stats. There were 70 fatalities total. Three Italian pilots, 63 were German, four were American, one was French, one was Dutch, and one was British. Both crewmen inside the paramedic helicopter struck by two of the aircrafts were seriously injured and subsequently died. According to different reports, between 31 to 35 people died at the scene of the disaster. The rest of those who died succumbed to their injuries despite medical attention. Of the 530 patients who were seen and treated, 363 were admitted to 21 medical facilities in the first hours. Between April 1989 and March 1998, in the 10 years after the Ramstein airshow disaster, the Blue Angels were involved in 36 aviation incidents, resulting in two deaths 
eight injuries and $51.5 million in damages. All totaled, 105 aviation incidents were discovered that were linked to air shows, rehearsals, or demonstration teams, costing at least $284 million in physical damage. According to the International Council of Air Shows, as of July 2002, somewhere from 15 to 18 million spectators attend North American air shows annually. Today, we have producer Amanda Lund. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Alarmy. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi, everyone. And our two very special guests are Matt Donnelly and Paul Mattingly. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. Thanks so much for having us. <laughs> so uh, Matt and Paul are co-hosts of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social Podcast. Uh, now, Matt, Matt and I, we go way back to our days, you know, at the People's Improv Theater in New York City, RIP. Yeah. Um, but it was recently that someone on Twitter who must listen to both of our podcasts. Right. Yeah, yeah. Randomly recommended that we do an episode on Rammstein, uh, and uh, with you guys as our guests, and right. you responded, "Hey, wait, I know her." <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, could you tell our listeners about your podcast and? Why this listener put two and two together. <laughs> right. So on our podcast, Matt and Mally's Ice Cream Social, the Italian air show is a term uh, that's used for people to write us in uh, listener mail. And one thing this podcast has done, this current one that we're recording, is made Paul and I revisit this with uh, with our, our, our older empathetic hearts. Because basically... <laughs> This was introduced to me when Fox Television, this is how old I am, Fox Television basically had no programming. They would air things like incredible air disasters or like when animals attack or things like that. So when I moved into a house as a young stoner in my early 20s, we didn't have cable, but a a friend of mine's dad had all these old Fox uh, uh, programs on, on VHS. And we watched incredible air disasters. And this was the one uh, that stuck out to us. Because I, uh, perhaps in a haze, blurted out after they described the the heart with the arrow, I said, wow, something so beautiful became so bad. And uh, my roommates then laughed hysterically at me. And then we started using it as a term. We hung out where we went to a party and the party became bad. And then someone got beat up. (laughs) We called that like an Italian air show. Right? Oh my god! We went to go do something fun. It got bad, and then it got worse. Like that's the that's the that's the beat. And so our our listeners write us with stories that fit that mold. Something's supposed to go good, then it goes bad, then it goes worse. That's an Italian air show email. <laughs> oh, revisit wow. now revisiting this now with the actual stats and the actual lives. Like, oh boy, have I just been brutal? Throwing, I've been throwing it around so cavalierly for twenty some odd years, and now <laughs> you know that's why we do this podcast. That's why we got to keep rethinking uh, about what why we talk about things. And (laughs) so before we dive in, we do like to start our show by asking our guests, what's something that is alarming you recently? Something that's keeping you up at night? Uh, Paul, there's no shortage, right, buddy? No, there's no end. (laughs) No end to that. Tell us about your anxieties, Paul. (laughs) It it, it starts and doesn't stop. I, I think there was something that really just tweaked me the other day. I, I think in general, internet security <laughs> on, a, on a national level is the thing that is most perilous to me. Oh, uh-huh. um, I think the term internet security is going to soon become like Italian air show. Uh, it won't have any meaning beyond absolute disaster. Mm. So let's start our blame game by putting up lack of medical preparation. Okay. On the board. That seems like a smart go-to. Oh, we're not going to start with Orville and Wilbur Wright. <laughs> no, no. We at we the alarmist go, put them up there too. <laughs> yes, now. We we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Icarus. If we want to really get down to it, <laughs> that's that's later on. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I mean. Um, 
Initially, the medical and security negligence was called into question. According to Wired.com, compounding the tragedy, enormous snafus took place in the emergency response. Because the accident happened on an American military base, German ambulances were not allowed to enter at first. Numerous communications mix-up resulted in the delay of victims being routed to hospitals and paramedics not being able to treat severe injuries in time. And the only med-evac helicopter on the scene had been destroyed in the crash. Now, according to Trauma Disasters and Recovery by the Department of Military Psychiatry in June of 1990, The press reported a controversy over the emergency care given to the victims. German doctors criticized the the rescue operations because the American and German concepts of emergency care were at odds. The German concept is to give immediate care at the scene and then transport patients to hospitals. American military personnel evacuated victims and transported them before giving them intensive first aid. Mm. So we actually saw this issue turn up with the death of Princess Diana episode, which was a similar thing because people said that she might have lived had they brought her to the hospital quicker. But this seems to be like a difference in the way uh, things are done in Europe uh, versus the United States. Here, we just put them in in the paramedics uh, van or whatever and and take them to a a hospital. So they didn't let the German ambulances onto the U.S. base immediately. Now, was, was there some kind of beef between the U.S. and Germany recently, in the recent past before then, that might have caused that. I'm not, I'm not, nothing's coming up from me. Okay, all right, all right. See, I'm, that's where I'm kind of, okay. It's funny because a lot of our listeners responded, you know, when we asked what we should put up on the board, a lot of people said Hitler. Um, <laughs> but, which is common. A lot of people always think we should blame Hitler for yeah. everything. Yeah. But the military industrial complex, for sure. Yeah, mm, cause those rules. Cause those rules to be in place. Oh, okay. Of not only not only the rules of yeah. let's have a big air show, but let's make sure that certain vehicles can't get into this area. Yeah, yeah. only our military would be like, we're here with ambulance to treat burn victims. Like, hold on, let me check protocol. Let me see. <laughs> are you on the list? What are steps A through C on this before I let you in? <laughs> you know, anywhere else so, those ambulances show up goes like go. Go, go for it. Disaster. Should it is, we should we yeah. distinguish the American military industrial complex mm. specifically? It, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But so this was a we, this was a multicultural group of airmen, correct? So it was the Italian Air Force that was uh, yeah, doing the stunt. Three, three right. Italian pilots created the yeah. disaster. Yeah, weren't the Flugtags were was a German tradition? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe we shouldn't specify. It, it does seem to be a common uh, pastime uh, of the two cultures, actually. I feel like Americans also are big fans of air shows. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have a so, flutog the next year? Because I want to know, like, who's like, we got to go on. <laughs> we got to um, keep Yeah, doing. let's look that up. Because I'm, I think that they canceled okay. the, uh, the, the flutogs in, at Ramstein. Forever? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they did any others. Um, so let's also put pilot error up on the board. Who designed the trick? Who said this is a mm. good idea? Let's. That's let's, a good question. Sorry, let's I, look that up as well, Chris. Chris is like geez. writing down notes. <laughs> I mean, like I call myself a fact checker, but like you know, I mean. I, I, I usually have a whole team behind me. I gave the guys the day off today. So I'm a little delayed. He uh, always just says Just bear this. with me. He always says this. Um, so the, the pilot, while he's figuring out who designed the stunt, it seems unsurprising that the deceased pilot who could not defend his actions was blamed by the powerful institutions that benefit financially from air shows and would otherwise be held accountable for the disaster. Mm. So Shock. that's it's always great. Like if we can find like one person, right? Like the it's like the most satisfying way to put something to bet to bed in the main mainstream culture. It's like, oh, that one person, great, good. 
Let's get that person yes. out of here, and then we're we're then the rest of our lives go back to normal. And isn't it so uh, often that that's never the case? It's right, never just one person. Well, that's that's you know you guys go back with the improv history. Yeah, that's a, that's one of those improv lessons you learn early on. There's always going to be one person on your troop that you're like, oh man. And when you get rid of that person, there's somebody else becomes that person, and it might be you. <laughs> it might be you. Yeah. As soon as you, as soon as you think you finally have a great improv team, you're about to get kicked out of a group. Yes. That's, exactly. where, that's what's happening. That's exactly right. Blame is about to fall on your head. So this is according to AP and UPI. The uh, Diego Ranieri said the soloist for the Italian Air Force stunt team caused the fatal weekend crash when he arrived too low and too soon at the point where the jets intersected. It's easy enough to tell what happened, said Ranieri, who is the commander coordinating the team's maneuvers by radio from the ground at the time of the collision that sent one plane hurling into the crowd. The first section of the formation flew in one direction with the sol- and the soloist came in 90 degrees colliding with two planes. I was the only one uh, team member to see the tragedy, but I don't understand what happened. The soloist came in early on the rest of the formation and at the same altitude. And then he goes on. It, it, this is an article in the LA Times that says... The commissioners, this is the three-nation commission from West Germany, Italy, and United States, cleared organizers at the U.S. airbase in West Germany of negligence over security arrangements at the August 28th show. Quote, the collision of the soloist with two other aircrafts from Tricolor Arrows was caused by human error on the part of the soloist, a statement based on the commission findings said. The pilot made several last-minute attempts to avert the collision, and the statement added, and the soloist's plane then plummeted in flames into spectators. Mm. Now, Giancarlo Nutarelli the brother of Lieutenant Colonel Ivo Nutarelli, which is the soloist, firmly disagreed and has held multiple interviews and conferences throughout his years. He says, I just want my brother's name cleared. Ivo did not cause the death of all of those people. He was a good driver and would never have made such a mistake. I've been looking for the truth for years, and the suspicion that his death is linked to the 81 victims of the DC-9 um, matured after seeing how quickly and superficially the Air Force investigated the accident. Now, I, I can see from your faces, you're wondering, what is the 81 victims of the DC-9? Yes, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> okay, so apparently there's a conspiracy theory Oh no! all of oh, this. Oh my God. I was yes. ready to root for the brothers so hard. I was ready. Because it's know. just... Because error, just the guy on the radio, if he just said go too early, that all makes sense. And then uh, I understand clearing his name. So th- this conspiracy, it's called the Ustika? Ustika? Yeah, you, you said that. Ustica? Okay. Ustika? <laughs> So in 1991, two German daily newspapers hypothesized that the accident was not due to a maneuver error, but to a sabotage carried out to eliminate two witnesses of the Eustica massacre. Oh, oh my God. uh, I know. So New York Times says, Itavia Flight 870 was entering the final leg of a routine domestic trip from Bologna, Italy to Palermo, Sicily on a clear summer evening when it suddenly plunged into the Tyrrhenian Sea near the small island of Eustica, killing all 81 people aboard. Mechanical failure was ruled out early on, and almost 33 years later, the cause that led to the crash are still a topic of passionate debate in Italy, fueled by three decades of inquiry boards, parliamentary commissions, and countless expert reports. This is my Um, problem with conspiracy theories, which is like, okay, even if that's all true, you wait until they do an air show to kill them? Like, well, if you want to kill these guys off, it's a lot, there's a lot easier, more efficient methods with no collateral damage whatsoever to kill off witnesses to a, to a conspiracy event. I mean, I'm with you. So yeah. this is what happened. Apparently, the wives of the pilots, Nutarelli and Mario Naldini, I just, who died 
Put yourselves yeah. in the seats of the conspiracy people, the people who want to do this, right? We have a meeting. We're going to kill these two witnesses. Hey, you know they're doing an air show. What if we make them commit suicide with each other in the sky? Like, that's the first idea in the meeting or the second? Like, who else? Right, right. My, my issue is with not the guy who brings it up, but the, the guy or the lady next to him who's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Perfect, right? yeah. Like, All in you, favor. You know, any creative space... You should be able to throw out bad ideas. You know? Those are pitches. Yeah, that's a Look, pitch. Bad idea. Let's do it at an air show. But you need somebody there who says, come on now. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah, a little we can, weird. I can We can kill them in their sleep. It's much easier and cleaner. It's- so this is, uh, this is apparently what happened. The wives of the, those two pilots alleged that both men who were on duty at the military base at the time of the Eustica massacre had witnessed the DC-9 Itavia shoot down by mistake by a, miss- by a missile. Uh, so apparently gotcha. they had uh. witnessed. Now, Judge Rosario Priore was not convinced of the connections and the case was dismissed. However, the conspiracy theories remain. Cover-up theories have been fueled through the years by the, what news reports have described as suspiciously high mortality among military personnel and others connected to the case. Wait, wait, wait. Th- Soldiers die at a higher rate? <laughs> <laughs> this is odd. This is new. Hold on a second. So this is what it is. <laughs> Through traffic accidents, shooting deaths, and suicides by hanging, there were 36 untimely deaths by 2011. According to a television report, uh, the program also cited a number of bizarre accidents that befell Eustica witnesses, like being run over by a tricycle and slipping on a banana peel in a Rome subway station. What? Did another one To death? Die? And did they yeah. die? Did another one yeah. dr- drown from seltzer to the face? So we have banana peel, <laughs> seltzer. Did anyone die from Wait. a... <laughs> Anyone die from a pie to the face? Is there any? Come on, though. You have to admit the banana feels a little weird. It is weird. Did somebody also, round up I... the usual vaudevillians? I mean, what's going on here? Wait, you guys just went to the banana peel, yes, but someone got run over by a tricycle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, now, what do they mean by what tricycle? The do they mean like a kid's tricycle or a, or a, just a big I three-wheeler? <laughs> I didn't look into it any further. I thought All that I was know, enough. <laughs> if a conspiracy theorist were in charge of coming up, it's definitely the banana guy who came up with the air disaster idea. With the- <laughs> he is really arrogant. He's like, I have figured out all kinds of ways to kill people. I'm on a fucking He's- roll. <laughs> so... Yeah, so there, you know, I thought we would mention that uh, theory, but we can also um, move on from that. We should also put up on the board the Frechet. It's the Frechet Tricolori. The Frechet Tricolori. <laughs> this is the. Um, this is T.E. Martin from RAF Institute of Aviation Medicine says the team had suffered three fatal accidents in the previous decade. One occurred at the RAF Mildenhall Air Show in 1979, where the pilot managed to guide his aircraft away from the crowd before crashing. Mm-hmm. The the Frecce Tricolori, I'm saying that wrong, but uh, I hope whatever, uh, have a reputation for recklessness. This is according to uh, Time. Nutarelli, the oldest on the team, was a daredevil known for breathtaking stunts called the Bell Ringer, in which he killed his engine in midair, plummeted downward, and restarted it in time to pull up before crashing. The Italians fly with brio, with panache and with skill, said Jacques Jacques Bottolini, Bottolin, leader of France's a Petruli Martini civilian flying team, but they push too far. I like this one a lot. One, a okay. pattern a pattern of established facts and blaming things on ego. Definitely, mm. if you like being a pilot and doing crazy stunts, you have a certain zest for yourself to pull these things off and an mm. adrenaline rush of pulling these things off. So I'm, I'm really into this one. I'm Did really you guys ever do the um, Brandon Lee crow accident oh, we, ha- we haven't but that's a great oh, no, idea for an episode idea. um because this is kind of the same thing right you're gonna blame stunt people and people who literally put their life on the line in their professional every, every day for putting their life on the line daredevil people do daredevil stuff 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not, you know, it's like, oh boy, they're great. They really got the gusto and the vim and vigor, but they go too far when they do the thing that they're paid to do. What, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, well, what's too far? Yeah. You know, what's too far? If it right. works, if yeah. it works, it's never too far. Right. right. All the great That's- stunt accidents. You know, the the stunt tragedies that you hear about, but you never, they never really go into detail about, oh, yeah, you saw that thing? He lived. So should we just go ahead and put air shows in general or flugtogs maybe on the <laughs> board? Oh, for sure. Air shows. Yeah. I, I think air shows. Um, and, and you guys bring up a good point because someone, one of our listeners, this is the listener suggestion, uh, said we should put up human need for adrenaline. Oh, this is, oh right. At Will Devers 3 says, the human need for an adre- adrenaline rush, faster, higher, longer, longer, etc., has the There's same addictive effects as actual drugs, and sadly, <laughs> at times, the same end results. Mm. Fascinating. That's the thing, like, you, you brought up, um, was it Flugtog? The, 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 the Red, Red Bull, Bull Flugtog. Red Bull took over the term Flugtog for a while, and they had that guy set... The record for uh, parachute descent. You remember that? He they basically put a rocket up to like the stratosphere, and he leapt. Oh, oh. yes, that was right. crazy. This seems like a bad idea. Well, I, said, I so, wish I was in charge of Red Bull. <laughs> so he landed, and they're like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" He's like, "I will never do that ever again. I'm done <laughs> doing stunts forever. I'm done." Like was just like that's it. Like basically, like, oh I lived, and I definitely thought I was going to die, and so never again. <laughs> that that was insane. You can watch the footage of that. He literally like they was in outer space. Yeah, you can see the stars. Parachuted. <gasps> is this the one, is the one where he lands no, in a net? No. <laughs> There's another one where a guy landed in a net from a really really high distance. Oh yeah. And yeah. he had a parachute, but he didn't have to deploy it. Like that was part of the part <gasps> oh, of the no. part of the gimmick no. was like yeah 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 no, making sure this that this guy had a this he, guy was jumping from like the moon. Yeah, I so. saw. That's okay. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they have a full suit on, has to breathe oxygen. and When I'm, when I'm hurtling through the sky, risking my life, what I really want is choices. What I really want <laughs> is, is to maybe take something in, flip a coin. Let's see what I do. Who knows how you're going to feel? <laughs> while, you're up, while you're up there. Options, options, what, options. What you're in the mood for. Um, just to circle back about 45 minutes ago, it might even have been last week that we were, you guys asked for a couple fact checks. So I, I unfortunately wasn't able to come up with the designer of the heart technique, but I would I would blame Freca Tricolori on that. Yeah. Uh, that is the Italian they, team. Yeah. They sort of started way back when, and then in the 60s, they grew out to like 10. So now they got these 10 planes, and, and they sort of developed these tricks. So I couldn't point so to a the, specific person. So it was a group, person, maybe, a design. We'll go, yeah, it was sort of a group <laughs> design. And then in terms of, uh, I couldn't find <laughs> the other fact either. <laughs> okay. Which was, so, uh, did they have, did they, they, enough, Matt, just give me a second here. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 interesting tidbit that I did find was that the the shortly after the disaster here, Germany banned military stunt flying, oh. but America <gasps> doubled refused, down, refused to ban <laughs> wow. military flying. They said wow. there's still value in it, but Germany did. So, um, well, have we seen Top that's Gun? That's a perfect transition. <laughs> that's a perfect transition for some other things I want to put up on the board, Chris. Thank you. That uh, fact checking is not going. Thank to you, Chris, for circling back and saying I don't know to both questions. You've done a perfect transition. It's uh, helping. It's helping me. It's helping me. The transition uh, is uncertainty. Uh, okay. And wasting everyone's time. That, that should be the transition. And with that, with that, three things I want to put up on the okay. board. First is military recruitment. Ah, uh, yes. Despite many crashes and fatalities from air shows in the years leading up to Rammstein, as well as protests against the events due to safety uh, concerns, the New York Times reported 
reported that the Defense Department, which values aerial circuses for their publicity and regards them as recruiting and morale-building tools, has no plans to change its policy. Recruitment and public relations are the explicit goals, and the fact that the shows continue under tight safety controls despite occasional fatalities, occasional fatalities, okay, demonstrates that the military views the costs as acceptable, no matter how undesirable the losses. Wow. Wow. Um, so we also want to put air-mindedness up on the board. Now, what is air-mindedness? Okay. Mm. As aviation developed in the early 1900s, the concept of air-mindedness or the belief in the importance of flight and its potential to transform society spread. Aviation historian Dr. Brett Holman wrote, in this positive version of air-mindedness, people believe that aircraft would end wars and promote trade by bringing nations closer together, that flying in the clean, pure air would cure diseases, that middle-class families would have aeroplanes in their garages, <laughs> and almost limitless freedom to go wherever they wanted. An airplane in every house. <laughs> yeah. And a chicken in every plane. <laughs> what a so weird vision of the world. If you want further research on this, simply play Bioshock Infinite. And it shows you exactly what an imperialistic society taken to the nth degree that lives up in the clouds looks like with I, uh, with you're hardcore. You're going to have to explain, Paul, what Bioshock I know, Infinite. What is it? No, he laid it out. Every, now, he, fact checker, the fact checker got, got, got it. It's a video game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is a video game. First person shooter. I understand what Paul, I mean, I don't understand what he's saying. About video game. I don't. But I understand the concept of. Yeah. Even today, when things are bad, we're uh, like presidents will just be like, but we're going to the moon again. Well, (laughs) it's and it's just so fascinating. I don't know how you'd categorize this or describe this phenomenon of people just buying into those esoteric visions of the future. Mm -hmm. And as opposed to looking at how we can spend money and help people who are living currently in the present. Right. Yeah. Or like saving the actual planet we're on. You want to call you want to call it futurism or something like that? What do do you want to call? That's a. It's interesting, though, because we're talking about an air show. So it's not exactly like space travel here. I mean, this is but it's it's similar, right? It's like we're it's a flex. In a mm-hmm. way of like, look what we can do. It's a celebratory flex. And there's lots of things people do to sort of celebrate that are kind of dangerous, you know, mm-hmm. like I was going to say cakes are more. <laughs> I mean, well, like, yeah. And fireworks. Like you know, all that's inside a- the cake. <laughs> cakes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> cakes. Fetishizing of technology. <laughs> yeah, well, that's oh, interesting. Fetishizing okay. of technology. Yes, I like Paul. That. I, I was going to put up fetish, the fetishized gaze on tools of warfare. Okay. Oh, that's good too. But all technology can be manipulated uh, into a tool true. of warfare, aka yes. internet Whoa, security. Careful. Right? What's wrong with a water show? <laughs> you know, like really good point. Is, Talk to Joe Bellagio. He can tell you exactly the, what's wrong yeah. with the water show. Well, it's safe. <laughs> it's like it's harmless. If it if something goes wrong, the worst thing that can happen is you get splashed. <laughs> I love like, it, Amanda. A, a I'm so with show? you. What about a laser show? There's that an argument to be made that we should fight wars with laser tag. <laughs> targets that yeah. can actually Listen, hit paintball beep. even i'll do paintball right you're, you're talking to two guys living in las vegas a water show brings plenty of people to town uh, <laughs> I believe it. It's, it does so i mean we are it looks like we're winding down here we have a lot of things up on the board um let's go through through them but before we do we're going to take a quick break for Paul to explain another video game. Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. The Rammstein Air Show, who is to blame? Lack of medical preparation. U.S. military industrial complex. Pilot error. The Ustica Affair Conspiracy. The Frechet Ticolori. Air shows. Human need for adrenaline. Military recruitment. Air-mindedness. Fetishizing of technology, fetishizing tools of warfare. All right, so the guy on the radio, we're just putting him in the Fritchie Tricolore, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we uh, could he, add him. We could put the, a guy on the radio. We don't have evidence that he made the early call, messed up uh, in any way. Yeah. At least, well, where would there seen. be evidence? Exactly. <laughs> so I see Amanda's adding uh, perhaps the. Uh, Oh, he's the the guy on the radio. Yeah, yeah I'm adding the, the guy on the radio. And then just so we know, the name of the pilot is Lieutenant Colonel Evo Nutarelli. Did That's we want to um, yeah. not okay. necessarily say the U.S. military industrial complex and just make it military industrial complex in general? Sure. Because I yeah, think, I it's, think that's it's a worldwide thing, right? I mean, yes, yeah, I, I air shows happen all over the world. Right. So we can start wrapping some stuff into other concepts if we want. Okay. Ooh, this is hard. I do think... That we can wrap um, the guy, the guy on the ground, and the the actual pilot into the the frecce tricolori. Sure, tricolori. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Because uh, so, are we not accepting the the conceit that the it's pilot error? Or you're just saying this happens all the time? So why would we blame this guy? Uh, yeah, I mean, there was some, there. It's clearly there was some pilot error right yeah well yeah i think it's pretty clear right whether or not it was like a, a malfunction a technical malfunction or he was too low right i mean he yeah. was too low i will say so, that in the mil if you are a military airman you use a lot of things happen without your your personal perception right like mm. oftentimes when you launch a plane you actually almost black out for a second because of the uh whatever that's called g-force the g-force oh. Oh, and yeah. then you come to and, and operate your plane. That's something you just get used to as an airman, you know? Weird. And so you're, you, you tend to just do what you're supposed to do. So I'm, I kind of feel like defending the pilot in a much more specific way and different way than his brother. Uh, yeah. And that uh, he probably just went when he was told. So I, I'm, I tend to, if we're going to go there, I tend to, to blame Diego Ranieri, who's on the coordinator um, on the ground more than I would blame yeah. the, the pilot. I mean, I, I feel like because we have such lack of evidence, I mean, we have a lot of evidence in that we have the actual footage and a ton of 
footage, right? Yeah. So it is clear that like he was flying too low. We just don't know why. So right. I, I think all we, you're right. We can wrap both of them into the, the Frecce tricolori. tricolori. Yeah. Did we look into food poisoning? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late, Paul. Oh, the board's already made. All right. <laughs> the board is already made. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> what else are we going to be able to wrap? <laughs> I, I mean, should we do like fetishizing? Maybe pick one of these fetishizing. Uh, I think of just technology. tools. The technology of warfare. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's huh? good. That's good. And we can also put that uh, air-mindedness. Fold that into that right. as well. Yeah. Human need for adrenaline. <laughs> that does. <laughs> we produce adrenaline naturally. <laughs> and adrenaline is good. It's addictive. It's it's good in cases where we need we need to be on our toes and cases oh, where we need perhaps, survival situations. Perhaps this needs to be rephrased then in like the fact that we are now all safe, we all feel comfortable, so therefore the adrenaline, adrenaline is Adrenaline junkies? No, no, what I'm saying is we don't need adrenaline. We've we've all like uh, evolved to the point where we don't need adrenaline for the same reasons that adrenaline might have been, you know, okay, uh, good for our survival. survival. You know, <laughs> you're saying we're not being chased by bears. We're not so being chased by bears anymore. So shows. now we do air shows. <laughs> uh, while we think about that, I do think lack of medical preparation can be taken off because that's more of a why the death count was so high. It's, yeah, the, it couldn't have stopped the disaster. Post. Well, a big part of that was the helicopter got blown up. Yeah, true. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. That's a freaky thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the c- conspiracy. I yes, can take that off. Why is it even on? <laughs> you put it there. I know, but I want because I wanted to talk about it. But <laughs> next episode, do you stick a conspiracy? Yeah, I stick a conspiracy. Are you stick a conspiracy? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Yeah. What, what about we, military recruitment? I think that could possibly be wrapped up into something. Well, that, probably into the fetishizing of, of, of uh, warfare. Well, c- yeah. certainly in that, like, if this cost any regular company this amount of money, it would stop. Mm-hmm. Like, right. there's no way any other company besides the military could besides, take on tens besides of Besides automobiles. Of and, I, and I think that maybe we can eliminate human need for adrenaline just because we're not sort of coming at that, but we, you know... We 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 are for adrenaline. It's okay. You can be an adrenaline junkie, but you, you just got to be safe. Safe, safe adrenaline. Be safe junkie. about it. <laughs> so we we have really four left up on the board, which All are right. the military industrial complex, the Frecce Tricolori, air shows in general, and fetishizing technology of warfare. And we got to figure out who we're going to send to jail and who's getting the slap. I'm going, I'll, I'll speak up right now. I'm going for the Frecce Tricolori, okay? Because they distinctly speak, uh, or distinctly spoke to having an edge above other countries in competition. So there's an ego mm-hmm. to stay in first place. There's an ego to do the most dangerous, risky things to stay on top. They're going, they had a track record of other accidents and never once, it's their ego of staying on top and being the number one craziest, riskiest one of any country that put them in this position. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting my, I'm putting my stamp on the Frederick Calori. Now, if, if the Blue Angels landed in a stadium after the national anthem, it's on the Blue Angels. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. true. It's true. It's true. I like. I like that. I. I like that too, Matt. Um, and I'm thinking we give the slap to fetishizing technology of warfare. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because a, because outside outside of military recruitment, we we many people fetishize warfare and tools of warfare outside of military purposes. So it is a greater. It speaks to the greater attraction. Of these events, I collect lightsabers. So I mean, you know, right? Paul's a fetishist. <laughs> We've all got our thing. <laughs> now, a light. Uh, now, a lightsaber. Is that what it? How you say it? Lightsaber. Yes. A <laughs> okay. uh, laser sword, as George Lucas would refer to it. Now, a Go laser on. sword that feels safe, right? Or does it really kill you? An elegant weapon for a more civilized age, but still. <laughs> Very powerful and must be treated with respect. Okay, okay. Rebecca, okay. I'm going to step in here and just tell you to stop poking this bear. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, you know what? We're not going to go any further, and we're we're running we're gonna, out of podcast here. We're going to call it. We're going to call it. 
fetishizing technology of warfare. You're getting the big slap. <laughs> the Fregetri Glory. You're going to the Alarmist Jail. You guys, I am so grateful to that you helped us get to the bottom of who's to blame for this incredibly terrible, terrible yeah. air show disaster. Yeah. Um, that you can now watch on YouTube. <laughs> ter- no, don't. Don't do it. No, don't do it. But don't you can. It. It's so traumatic. It it's, is bad. It's hard to... To watch, and I, I gotta say that once I watched it, Chris had gone out on a run, and I called him just to make sure he was alive because I was like, "Oh God, you can literally die at any moment." Like, yeah, <laughs> very true. It's, it is so obvious of me to say that, yeah. but um, yeah, it, it's it's very traumatic, but. It's been a pleasure having you on to talk <laughs> about such that. trauma. <laughs> Hold your not, planes close and your airmen closer, guys. Not even, uh, not even Chris could have made a better transition. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> good job. <laughs> Matt Mattingly, you can die at any time. Goodbye. <laughs> wow, that was a perfect sign-off. After the Romstein airshow disaster... According to Time, in Italy, the Rammstein crash sent the nation into mourning, but also created a furious debate over the use of the Freccia Tricolori in air shows. The Italian Air Force restricted future appearances to non-aerobatic flyovers at military functions. Back in Washington, both the Air Force, with its Thunderbirds flying team, and the Navy, with its Blue Angels, were quick to assert that a Rammstein-type catastrophe could not happen in the U.S. and to defend such demonstration flights. The deceased are honored at a memorial outside of the airbase in Rammstein that was built in 1995. A large stone includes the names of all the individuals who died due to the disaster. think is to blame by going to the alarmistpodcast.com follow us at the alarmist the on twitter at the alarmist podcast on instagram or email us at the alarmist podcast at gmail.com tune in next week we'll be discussing the emu war Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow-up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.